Hello, this is Jake Wolf. And this is Sam Elkins, and you're listening to the Film, Video Game, and Other Entertainment Podcast, where you can escape from those god-awful think pieces everybody's been posting on social media about, you know, that moment from the Oscars. On today's episode of Digital Forest, we're going to be talking about the Oscars, specifically the Oscars of 2022, not of 2021, and not of any other year. Actually, it's the 1980, um, 1987 Oscars. Oh, yeah. Right. Um, also, we have kind of a smorgasbord of news for today. We'll be diving into the Ezra Miller situation, Morbius, the first episodes of Halo and Moon Knight, um, and then some video game news for once in a long time mm-hmm. uh, with Breath of the Wild 2, E3, and the new PlayStation Plus. Welcome to the Digital Forest. Right. So the Oscars were fucking awesome, dude. Oh yeah. It was just a great it was it was a lot of fun to watch in some some t- some places. <laughs> so I didn't know Amy Schumer was um ho- like is it hosting or Yeah, cuz like they had three hosts this time, so it, it felt like she wasn't hosting but also was, I don't know. So it was her, Regina Hall, and who was the third one? Uh Wanda Sykes. Wanda Sykes, that's right. Mm-hmm. She was my favorite of the three. Oh, for sure. Wanda Sykes is really funny. Um, yeah, Wanda Sykes kills it, though, in like anything she's in. Yeah, honestly, anything. Even uh, when she was in that movie Evan Almighty with Steve Carell, she killed it in that movie. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. I, and I know her from um, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. Big Wanda Sykes fan in here. Big Wanda Sykes yeah, fan. Yeah, absolutely. That's all I got to say. Right. Uh, Amy Schumes. Not so much. No, not at all. Uh, I don't understand how she's famous, uh, if I'm being honest. I feel kind of bad saying that, but also I don't, because she's a joke stealer. She is, and you know what? Even at the Oscars last <laughs> night, she was stealing jokes. Right. Or not last night. Right. <laughs> Whoa. Whenever that was. <laughs> this week's yeah, she by. was stealing. she was stealing jokes there. One of her most controversial, the whole Kirsten Dunst thing, was stolen from Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> yeah, and uh, uh, the whole uh, Leonardo DiCaprio leaving a better world for his girlfriends was a tweet that went viral a few months ago, at least. Yeah, so, sh- yeah, she, <laughs> she, she sucks. <laughs> she sucks. Um, Amy Schumer sucks. Every, every time she was on the screen, I it was just, like, painfully unfunny. But it was also mm-hmm. weird because, like, you know people are laughing at the Oscars. So like the people are laughing at her jokes, but if, but every joke she's making feels like, uh, you know, that scene from Joker when Joaquin Phoenix is, you know, telling jokes and he like looks out and it's just dead silent. <laughs> yeah. She, um, I know, I know everybody wants to hear us talk about the, uh, the big thing, the big thing. Um, but I would argue the 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 worst thing that happened that night um, 
were two things that I feel equally gross about. Mm-hmm. The first one being Amy Schumer's horrible comment about animation. Oh my gosh, that pissed me off. Amy Schumer, for those of you who didn't catch it out there, said that animation is for kids to watch and adults to endure as she's introducing the animation category. Just insane. And then the the winner in the speech was like, animation is for adults. That is fact. <laughs> yeah. Oh. It's like, I don't understand. I've never understood putting down other art forms as if they're lesser. No, not at all. Um, and, and number two? Should ex- she should especially know because... She's a comedian, and they get shit on all the time right, for it. Right, right. Maybe she doesn't. She didn't care as much because she didn't actually write anything or do any work. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just phoning it in every time. Um, and the second thing for me, I'm curious what yours were. The second thing for me was Regina Hall's COVID thing. Oh, the sexual harassment thing at the very beginning? That made me so uncomfortable. That was very uncomfortable. Like it wasn't even, and then she like she made it worse because she started feeling up. Uh, who were they? Jason, Josh Brolin and Jason Momoa and uh, Simu Liu, right? Or no, she just called I, him. I up. thought it was Josh Brolin. Yeah, yeah. She only she only felt up the two of them, but yeah, yeah. Ugh. No, but she made some comment for somebody who she was like, "Oh, you're 18, aren't you?" Oh yeah, yeah, because which was equally gross in another way. It doesn't matter. It, it, it's like if it was a dude up there doing that. Oh, my God. People would have lost their mind. It it's not insane. any different because it's Regina Hall. Not at all. Yeah. Like. It's just as gross. Oh, man. Um, that was absolutely my. the Probably the second most uncomfortable. Well, for all of me. Yeah, that's probably the most uncomfortable part of the entire night. Um. Really? Also, another really disgraceful moment was Ryusuke Hamaguchi getting cut off during his Oscar speech. Like 30 seconds in, he's got it all written out. It's very clear that he's been struck. He wrote it in English and he didn't have to do that. Uh, very right. clear he's struggling. You know, he's talking slowly so he can make sure he says everything he wants to say. And they just like, oh my gosh, that, that was, that was brutal. I mean that, I don't know. And he, <laughs> I was really, I was really, uh, it was really kind of, I was glad yeah, that he was really shitty. He like stood his ground. He's like, uh, uh-uh, no, nope, nope, nope. Please. Can you stop? <laughs> yeah. Which, um, is funny. Have you seen the newest season of Curb Your Enthusiasm? I have not. No. So, uh, do you watch it religiously? I don't want to spoil it for you. Uh, not religiously. You can spoil it for... I mean, I've only seen, I think, like, the first two seasons, so I'm not... Oh, then you're fine. Yeah. So, um, because you'll have forgotten about this. Yeah. So, Larry David, in the most recent season, was sick of people, like, talking to him and, like, over-explaining their stories. <laughs> so, what what he started doing was he found, like, a YouTube video of, like, the Oscars theme that they play when the speeches <laughs> are over. And he just starts, like, playing it oh, whenever somebody's in the middle of talking. <laughs> that's hilarious. Wow. That's really funny. Um, You know, that kind of reminds me the the most, like, it was, it was really interesting because 
you know who's the uh uh the person who puts on the music or whatever their worst nightmare happened at the oscars uh when uh tony kutzer won best uh actor in a supporting role um yeah for coda um Mm -hmm. because they can't play the music uh for him uh, because he's yeah. <laughs> he's deaf, he won't hear it. So he's gonna give his speech all the way through, and there's not a goddamn thing they can do about it. I was I thought that was really cool that he won. Yeah, I mean I know that like the Oscars is essentially a big let's pat ourselves on the back fest, right? Um, but I did think it was really cool that he won, and I thought his speech was oh, really great. His speech was incredible. I I love that. That was a great speech. Um, which things like that, you know, bringing recognition to these, these people mm-hmm. who are not really overly represented in the film industry mm-hmm. to illustrate their hard work is really what it should be about. Exactly. Exactly. Rather than just all of these famous people winning the same awards over and over again. Yep. Yeah. Well, it's... Cause, Cause they're a listers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know, it was really interesting. I saw this, uh, this brief like video clip of Trevor Noah like mm-hmm. lamenting about you know something that i think a lot of people every year at the like when the oscars come around they're always like oh you know i i i wish that they would choose more mainstream movies because i haven't seen all these movies it feels weird uh and there's like in this in this uh video trevor noah's like uh comparing the oscars like yeah they're like the vegetables they they're like choosing the vegetables of the movies you know it's like yeah. yeah, I know I should be watching this, but uh but you know, if I'm getting a little little high, it's not uh it's not my first choice or you know, something like that. And, right. You tell me the tragedy of Macbeth's not top of your list. <laughs> right. But it's funny cuz he was it was interesting cuz he was like, yeah, you know, I don't understand why they always decide not to choose these main movies and he's like, it's not like it's ever like, oh, Transformers or oh, uh, you know, Fast and Furious. No, it's always some stuff you've never heard of. And it's like really interesting to me because I don't know. Like it's it's an, inter- inter- an interesting topic to talk about because I see both sides. Because like on the one hand, you know, you have these yeah, absolutely. beautifully crafted films that, uh, you know, a true artist has put their heart and soul into that you know, maybe inhabits a certain small corner, you know, is targeting a certain small demographic or, you know, or just a a demographic that's not the same as, you know, what uh, maybe the quote unquote average American is used to. But mm-hmm. that, you know, that they're what they're crafting may be the best that cinema's seen, you know, or like, you know, in terms mm-hmm. of the different aspects of cinema as an art form is, you know, the quality is really high, but at the same time, you, you think about what film has always been about, which is like, or I guess maybe not always, but it's largely just entertainment, you know, for mm-hmm. the majority of people, film is just entertainment. Like in, yeah, I don't know. At least it's a significant portion of the equation. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, you know, it's an interesting topic. Um, but it, I just thought it was interesting that Trevor Noah was complaining about that because, I don't know. 
because it's Trevor Noah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, kind of jumping off of that, let's talk about like a lot of these big categories that were cut. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, absolutely. So I will admit I'm not as familiar with with these. You're the film expert. Right. Dive into it. So basically. Tell me about it. Bring it out. Right. So basically, for some reason, the Academy um, decided this year to cut a significant number, uh, eight to be specific, uh, categories that were not going, that were filmed in advance, uh, in advance, um, but were not live. So Mm -hmm. those eight were documentary short, uh, film editing, makeup, uh, and hairstyling, original score, production design, animated short, live action short and sound which is insane because those are huge huge yeah they're massive categories categories yeah like original score are you absolutely kidding me um cuz i think dune won for that right wasn't that um yeah hans zimmer hans zimmer yeah um, yeah it was absolutely incredible score um mm-hmm. movies it'll be michael giacchino next year yeah oh ab- oh i have no doubt if <laughs> uh it'll just be a d- determination of which movie you know <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> but i mean production design it's literally like how it, it, that decides how you see a film that you're watching you know that uh, uh the animated and live action shorts um, a lot of the people who are nominated in those categories are the uh, like become the big, you know, film directors of the next era. Right. You know? Like, yeah, Taika Waititi was uh, 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 nominated for um, I don't remember, I think it was live action short uh, years ago. Um, and that's where that famous video of him pretending like he's asleep when they're announcing his name uh as one of the oh, nominees. It comes from that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um Oh, that's cool. And yeah, it sound I oh man, this like every single film editing. Film that's that's all film is. It's like if you don't have editing, it's just it's just one shot. Which like you can yeah. you can make interesting, but you still have to edit it like if I don't know. Right. Yeah, it's uh yeah frustrating so you know we know all these these parts of these movies are important we know it's important for people who have earned it and worked hard to get their recognition but here's the real question have you any have you seen any of these fucking movies (laughs) um i (laughs) i've not seen a ton of the movies uh i have i've honestly i've not seen very very many at all um have you yeah um, so I'm looking at the best picture list here, right? Okay. Let me get it pulled up. Yeah. I have seen Dune. And that's it. <laughs> hey, uh, I'll do you one better. I have seen Dune and mm-hmm. Nightmare Alley, which. Gotcha. You didn't, you didn't see Don't Look Up? I did not. I have not seen that. I haven't gotten myself to. I, I don't know. It, uh. I heard it was bad. Yeah, it screams. Um, uh, is neoliberal the right term? 
Yes, it is absolutely the right. Yeah, time. that's that's what it's kind of screaming to me, and uh, I am not a not a big fan. <laughs> I do want to see Coda. Yes, absolutely. I want to see. I want to see every single one of these movies, except Don't Look Up, and I don't. I don't know if I care a ton about King Richard. I don't know. I don't know why. Yeah. Just because it... Will Smith, uh, you put a sour taste in your mouth. Oh, right, yeah, no, that's... Yeah, exactly. I, I just don't think I can look at Will Smith the same way anymore. You know, he's <laughs> he, he's lost my respect um, after everything that happened. <laughs> wow, real real convenient of you to pick King Richard and not see. I know, I know. I think it's more just like... It's kind of the same thing. Like, I don't know if I want to watch The Power of the Dog because the whole thing is... A, I feel like a lot of it is one character being extremely uncomfortable for a lot of the movie. I know nothing about the movie. And if the character being uncomfortable is you talking about Benedict Cumberbatch trying to fucking bumble his way through an accent. Right. Oh, isn't working. Then yeah, I would agree. That's exactly why I've stayed away from it. I seen some trailers of him. Oh, it's horrendous. It's It's absolutely terrible. I don't know who, Shot at least one scene of that and was like, this will be great. Benedict Cumberbatch is one of the few British actors that absolutely cannot seem to nail an American accent. Um, Right. Like in Doctor Strange, it's serviceable. Yeah, because Doctor Strange is a weird dude. Right. You know what I mean? Right, exactly. So it's it's serviceable because it's it has enough of his british accent for it to just sound like this sort of dramatic bravado that i think fits dr strange as a character but Mm -hmm. in any other context it doesn't work as well no and it's it's actually a little insulting because it's like really there's there's a shortage of people out there that can do a successful accent like this that Mm -hmm. are also good actors that we couldn't have put in that role we just have to keep recycling these parts (laughs) to like 12 people yeah yeah exactly i know i it's crazy. I saw somebody like on Twitter say something similar about Colin Farrell that kind of made me think about it where uh, they were saying, you know, when you do all of this makeup and this voice work to make him unrecognizable, right? Yeah. Why not just hire somebody who looks like that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Um, it's really interesting. It's like cool to see. It's like, oh, wow, look at the transformation. But um, yeah. Yeah. I'm not. In that context, I'm not too too upset about it. I think it gets dangerous, and especially when you get into the topic of uh, appropriation and, um, you know, like Eddie Redmayne playing a trans woman uh, in The Danish Girl, uh, which yeah. is uh, kind of <laughs> fucked up. But, uh, yeah, it, it's, really, it's really interesting. But while we're on the topic of accents, just real quick, um, are you familiar with Charlie Hunnam? No. So he's uh he's the main character from uh Pacific Rim. I don't know if you remember that movie. Never saw Never it. Never saw it. Um Nope. You might recognize him if you look him up, but uh he's Irish maybe? I don't quite remember. Um but I can never like he he can't nail any accent. No offense to him. <laughs> Not even his own. I'm not even. Oh, he's, he's really. Just, he's just English. That see, I don't. I couldn't even remember what his, uh, where he's from because his. If you watch an interview with him, 
you're like it sounds like an american trying to do a british accent but then if he's doing an american accent it sounds like a british person trying to do a douchey american accent Um, (laughs) really and he's talked about it and he said that he's been doing i guess american roles for so long because i i didn't even realize he was english i just uh, he's like, lost his accent. That he's ba- yeah, exactly. He's basically lost his accent. So um, <laughs> when you get a chance, look up Charlie Hunnam interview and just watch any interview with him, and you'll be like, "What in the hell?" It's I will. It's it's really funny. But we should probably get to the elephant in the room. Yep. The Oscars fan favorite. Yep. Keep my wife's name out. Oh, you're talking about that. No, I was talking about the Oscar fan favorite. Oh, yeah. No, I just it's. I thought you said my wife's name, so I was about to get upset at you um, for a second. But <laughs> oh yeah, my, so that's my bad. No, no, of course we're on the same page. We're talking about the fan favorites. Um, um Army <laughs> of the Dead. <laughs> <laughs> did you see Army of the Dead? I did. I did. Is it good? No. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's fun. It's like it's a good it's a good time if you're blasted. Um, <laughs> I, it's just so funny to me that it won over Spider-Man No Way Home. Well, just over any movie, honestly. I can think of so many other movies. Uh, don't ask me to do it off the top of my head because I don't want to. Um, but that that would have I I would have assumed would have gone over it. So the only explanation to me is the Snyder bros, uh, once again, uh, unionized and, uh, negotiated <laughs> for, you know, yeah. they campaigned well, not- for army of the dead. Uh, since, uh, uh, Zack Snyder's justice league wasn't able to be nominated. Not only did it beat out Spider-Man no way home. Spider-Man no way home was not even close. No, that also was what, what was number two? I forget. So Spider-Man no way home was fourth. Jeez. I mean, third was third was Mina Mata. Okay. Second was Cinderella. The, the only thing I remember hearing about Cinderella uh, was that video of Camilla Cabello and uh James Corden, uh harassing some people <laughs> in a car, and really? uh, James Corden humping the air. Um. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I don't remember. Did we That's talk great. about it on a pod? I don't know. It doesn't matter. But <laughs> I we hope we didn't because I have no fucking idea what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. No, I'll send you the video after this. Uh, if you're listening, and you don't know what I'm talking about. Look up James Corden. Um, Cinderella video and find a video that's just some person in their car filming out their window. Uh, they're stopped at a traffic light and James Corden's doing one of his little stupid bits for his late night show. Mm-hmm. And, um, he is dressed up in a mouse costume, I think, or something. And he like, yeah. Uh, at one point, they're all singing. Uh, Camila Cabello's singing not very well <laughs> at the person. Uh, and then James Corden humps the air. And it's very uncomfortable. Um, nice. But, nice. Right. Um, so what, that wasn't the only that wasn't the only thing Zack Snyder fans got out of it. Did you see the cheer, Oscar cheer moment? The cheer moment was. 
So that was another one because it wasn't just capped to last year. It was like best cheer moment in a movie of all time. Wait, that was for all time? So you know I know what the top five were? So I know number two was, I know what number two is, but I don't know the yeah, rest. Yeah, number two is the three Spider-Men yeah. teaming up. Yeah. Uh, what are the other ones? Lay it on me. Number three was uh, from Endgame and the fight with Thanos, Avengers Assemble. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Number four was Dream Girls, Effie White singing, I'm Telling You. Oh, that's why everybody was talking about Dream Girls. I don't know. If, maybe I missed this part. Never seen that. Nah, mm-hmm. Me neither. Number five was The Matrix, Neo dodging the bullets. Mm, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, um, but you know what? Is All of those are better than The Flash. <laughs> every single one. Um, that The clip that... Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I did watch that. I don't know how I didn't realize it was of all time, because it literally, the first one was uh, The Matrix. But, oh, uh, I, when they were showing that clip... Uh, at the Oscars, I was confused because I was like, "Yeah, I was too. I had no idea what they were talking about." Ezra Ezra Miller's not doing like not doing very well in the acting department in that scene. If I do, I mean, no offense, but I, yeah, they're just running. Yeah, they're just running, and then it's in slow mo, and then it's it's Barry literally explaining the plot to. The audience. Yeah. <laughs> you got to break the, the sound barrier, Barry. You got to break it. <laughs> Whatever yeah, seriously. Fuck. Like, it's not anything special. No, it's not. That's so funny. Also, the way that. So, I, I, I'm now realizing why I didn't realize it was of all time. I didn't understand the way that they did those. I didn't realize when they were like numbering them off that they were doing like mm-hmm. what was fifth place, fourth place, third place, second place, and first place. I thought, you just thought it was like a, a reel just for fun. No, no. I thought it was like them naming the nominees. Like when I, oh, sorry, when, oh. I, when I saw the, the fan favorite, I thought it was just them naming oh. the nominees. And so I was like, wait, are they not going to, not going to show what that, what the fan favorite is? Or like, I was very confused. Um, yep. Nope. Army of the dead, baby. Yeah. That's, I'm surprised suicide squad didn't even make the list. I know. That's sad to me. I feel like that. I, I don't know. I saw a lot of people talking about it. Um, and yeah. Peacemaker was like the number one show for a while. Mm-hmm. So, well, now let's get into the actual deal. The actual deal. All right. The slap heard around the world. So no more jokes. This is totally serious. We are talking about Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. Uh, Did you clean up your pants yet? I surely, yeah, from browning them, um, not yet, no. <laughs> <laughs> Still on the same pair of pants from a few days right. ago. Yeah, they're, uh, yeah, I just dusted them off and warm again. Oh, so, okay. Right. <laughs> That's the last joke. No more jokes. This is serious, this is a serious talk about. them off. Talk about t- topic, topic. What does topic. that even mean? What is, <laughs> wait, wait, are you still... What's up? Yeah, I dusted them off. Right. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> they were sitting in my corner, and I picked them up, I dusted them off, I put them back on. You know? Where is your corner? <laughs> in my bedroom, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> they were sitting in my corner, my Sam corner. <laughs> my Sam corner. The corner that my wife sends me to when I've been bad. Just, 
<laughs> just just browned pants. <laughs> and so you dusted them off. They're browned for the podcast. Yep, they're browned like butter, baby. <laughs> I need They're lightly browned. Lightly browned. I needed to, you know, get back into the mindset that I was in when I saw it so I could really recall those traumatizing and triggering emotions that I was feeling when I saw Will Smith uh horrendously. We should also clarify. We should also clarify that when Sam talks about the feelings he felt when he browned his pants, his traumatic <laughs> feelings. This was not actually seeing the event. This was him attempting to write a tweet about it <laughs> a few days after the event had happened. Right, right. You Sorry. can check it out on twitter.com slash deforestmedia. Right, you can check it out. Um, no, yeah. When I Sorry, when I was... I needed to be in the mindset that I was in when I was recalling the emotions um, yes. from the day, not from the actual. Right. Thank you. Thank you for the clarification. Um, when Will Smith so horrendously and horrifyingly almost killed Chris Rock with his hand. He did. He got him, man. He got his ass. Uh, Which... um. We're two white guys, so we should have an opinion. We should absolutely. Yeah, two white guys of the podcast. That's essentially the criteria yeah, for having right. an opinion, I think. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Um So what's your opinion? Um fucking hilarious. Uh A+ plus all around 10 out of 10. No notes. <laughs> yeah, I think No notes. <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. Is it's not like are you team Chris Rock or team right. Will Smith? I'm team that it happened at all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's just so fucking funny. Um, when it happened, I, I, my jaw was on the floor and I was uh, tears in my eyes uh, uh, of, of joy uh, from seeing this happen. Um, you know, that's really the extent of it. I, I saw this quote from Daniel Radcliffe today that I thought was really good where he said that he was asked... Because everybody and their fucking brother has been asked about this. Yeah. Every celebrity. They're like, oh, what do you think about Will Smith slapping Chris Rock? And, the, and they're all... Just they, clocking him, dude. Right. And they all have opinions where it's like, what do you have to do with this? You have nothing to do with this. I don't have anything yeah. to do with this. What did, what did Daniel Radcliffe have to say? <laughs> he said, he said as nicely as he could, he said, you know... <sighs> I I'm just so dramatically tired of hearing everybody's opinions about this. Uh and so I just don't really want to add my voice as just another opinion. And that was it. That was the entire thing. That's so funny. Yeah, Jim Carrey was on the news like a few <laughs> was there a few days ago or yeah. something. Talking about how like oh how horrible it is. Oh my god. Did you see Judd Apatow's tweet? I did not. Shut up. <laughs> Let me see if I, I'm going to, I want to get the exact wording of it um, because it is very funny. Um, but Judd Apatow was, was condemning the fuck out of Chris, uh, Chris Smith, Will Smith. Chris Smith. Right. <laughs> um, and basically said somebody, so he tweeted something about like, you know, condemning Will or whatever. And then somebody responded to him and said, Jada suffers of alopecia. I'm not saying it's right to hit people, but I understand Will's reaction. Judd Apatow mm -hmm. quote tweets this and unironically, oh uh, uh, unironically says he could have killed him. 
That's pure out-of-control rage and violence. They've heard a million jokes about them in the last three decades. They're not freshmen in the world of Hollywood comedy. He lost his mind. So you know what? <laughs> He's probably right. You probably could have killed him. He could have killed him, you know? <clears throat> What's funniest about that is, like, his second part of that is not all that far off from, like, a reasonable take. Right. Um, But he could have killed him yeah i think what we saw up there the just meandering onto the stage hitting one time and walking back is pure uncontrolled rage I know. and violence i know it's literally i know that's just, that's just it's just so funny and then the funnier thing is so twitter at least so that's the side of twitter that i'm on at least um mm-hmm. is almost a hundred percent if there are sides on Will's side. Like there are people all like all I've seen all these tweets like where they're base basically being like Chris fucked around and he found out. That's the extent of it. Um mm-hmm. and uh it's just very funny because whenever a celebrity in recent days has come out and condemned Will for his actions uh the 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 beautiful folks of twitter have absolutely annihilated them and their families um in terms <laughs> of like finding a, let, let me give you an example so after that Judd Apatow tweet uh i don't know if you know much about Judd Apatow but he uh is married to no. Les uh, he's married to Leslie Mann um who's been an actor uh, in in uh, many of his movies, like uh, uh, Knocked Up, This Is Forty, a uh, bunch of other movies, she was. I think she was the mom from Seventeen again. Um, okay. But um, anyway, and he has. They have uh, some children. One of which is Maude Apatow, uh, who is an actor <laughs> on Euphoria. Um, okay. And so, when this whole thing with Judd Apatow came out. Uh, Twitter um, went after Maude <laughs> and found some old tweet from when she was like 13 or something where she uh-huh. tweeted something about like, I'm at that age where every thought I have is either entirely inappropriate or entirely racist. <laughs> <laughs> Which is an, an absolutely unhinged thing to tweet, no matter what your age is. It's it's really uh, pretty crazy. Yeah, it's pretty unhinged. But she she's was also thirteen. 13 so. Yeah, but no, it was just so funny. It's not like she's like. It's not like these people who like are getting caught looking back in the past when they're in their twenties, just no. slinging slurs around. No, no, exactly. And so it's very funny because um, it's sort of become this. Like almost like a game, I guess, where mm-hmm. anytime a, uh, an actor speaks out and says condemns Will's actions, or mostly just when they exaggerate it and they say that it's like, oh, this is so ridiculous, I can't believe, you know, like they're like acting like they should be upset about it when it's like, who gives a fuck? Like, why do you care? Um, yeah, it's sort of become a game where like it's like let's see if we can cancel them, like with like relatively small things sometimes or uh a lot of times i see a lot of tweets where it's like it's somebody uh who's just you know otherwise just like uh just like a normal ass celebrity um 
and then they like just fabricate <laughs> fabricate a tweet and be like this you but it's like so absurdly horrible that you like know it's <laughs> fake so it's so funny to see that on twitter um but yeah that's how i actually found out that uh zoe kravitz in an interview when she was 24 uh was talking about a f- yeah about jaden smith about a f- yeah 14 year old jaden smith the reason that came out was because uh, Zoe Kravitz posted on Instagram and was like, I guess we're assaulting people on stage now or something like that. Um, and uh, so then they're like, oh, is this you? And then it was like all this stuff about, oh, you know, I got to watch the way I talk to Jaden. I, I keep reminding myself that he's 14, you know, the way he talks is like so smooth. It's like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. But not Zoe Kravitz, you know, but it, it's just so, the whole entire thing is very funny, but it's also very exhausting. Yeah, it, it is. I mean, it's just like. Should should he have said the joke? Probably not. Should Will Smith be able to take a joke a little bit? Right. You know, but, you know, yeah, exactly. And then you also have do do people, uh, you know, sometimes feel like they're in a position where they need to do stuff like that. Yeah. Or do they have a moment of emotional distress? Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's the extent of the opinion that I'll be putting out there. Otherwise, just oh, my God, 10 out of 10. Very funny. Yeah, I don't think it's like too controversial to say that it was probably not the best move. Um and that's that's not necessarily coming from my own opinion. That's coming from the fact that Will Smith himself said that it was not the best move. Right. So just acknowledging I guess my point is this has become such a big thing, but it was over the minute he slapped him and sat down, everybody should have moved on because the all the people involved who it should matter to had ended it. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's pretty silly for us to go, well, this is what we think. Well, this is, this means this, you know, I, I I also really hate the people who are saying, well, now, now people think they can just go up and smack (laughs) comedians when they say (laughs) things they don't like. Uh, like Nobody is thinking that I, 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 you know, honestly, I just wish, I just want something to put the fear of God into those types of comedians, you know? To where they they yeah. they feel afraid. I want you to feel afraid that you might get punched if you say a stupid joke. Like that... you're telling me that if I say some racist transphobic shit, I'm gonna get hit. Right, exactly. That's not fair. Uh, I think I don't know if this is from a quote or what, but I saw somebody calling those types of comedians uh, glass cannons, and I thought that was a really uh, great way of putting it. You know? Yeah, that is a good way to put it. Um, but overall, I thought it was just a normal interaction, you know. Uh, Chris Rock said a joke. Will said, "Don't talk about my wife. Uh, keep my wife's name out your mouth." And then uh, Chris said, "I'm going to," and they moved on. <laughs> it's not unlike the conversations we have. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's why we do the podcast virtually. Yes, if we didn't, you'd be hearing a lot of slapping noises, and I realize that also makes it sound like we're having sex. Uh, that's not what I'm talking about. I'd like to confirm. There's a lot more browning in the pants than anything else. A lot more browning. Right, right, right. It's all brown, <laughs> no white. Okay, I promise. <laughs> all right. Well, you know, speaking of speaking of the Flash, the Flash sweeping sweeping the fucking award. <laughs> Ezra Miller swept his way into prison. 
I saw. I, or swept their way into prison. I am so sorry. <laughs> yeah. So I saw. I saw a tweet that was like <laughs> I was talking about. So actually, before before I describe the tweet, uh, for those of you that don't know, Ezra Miller. Uh, the actor who plays uh, the Flash uh, and also was in uh, Perks of Being a Wallflower, blah, 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 has mm-hmm. uh, been in the headlines a number of times um, on one trip to Hawaii. Uh, I guess they're on the big island in Hawaii and uh, decided to become a public menace. Uh, f- from <laughs> Not unlike Spider-Man. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it would have been. I'm I'm curious to see what JJ has to say about yeah, this. I know. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, but I saw this tweet. Uh, we'll go into specifics on what they did. But I saw this tweet that that referred to Ezra Miller as uh, evil. They them Willy Wonka <laughs> going around <laughs> wreaking havoc on Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> And that is yeah, because this isn't the first time they've done shit like this. No, they choked out a fan. I think we talked about that on the podcast, probably for, yeah. for the Perks episode. Oh, but um, so so I have this article here. Yes, talking about it. So the associ- if you read the Associated Press article, what they'll tell you is Ezra Miller, Ezra Miller, Ezra Miller, Ezra Miller um, was <laughs> arrested at a Hawaii karaoke bar. For yelling obscenities, grabbing a mic from a singing woman, and lunging at a man playing darts. Um, and and that that article that Jake's talking about, the AP News one, um, that's if you go look up that article and look at the photo they use of Ezra Miller, the uh, I think that's probably the mugshot. Um, uh-huh. That's why they referred to them as evil they them Willy Wonka because of the way they look in that photo. But <laughs> anyway. Um but what's I guess that what what really pissed off Ezra Miller was this lady, there was like a karaoke bar and the lady picked the song Shallow by Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. Um and apparently this wasn't like a big tourist bar. This was just like a normal local bar. So all this lady could have known was it was just a normal night for karaoke. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, she's getting assaulted by the Flash. <laughs> um, apparently, the evil the song Flash. Was not, yeah, the song was, it was reverse Flash. Reverse That's probably Flash, it. yeah. So the song was not Ezra Miller's favorite. Um, if you go to like a local newspaper, they will tell you that the police were called 10 times that night before he was finally arrested. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that it doesn't end there because apparently, no. uh, I don't know if it was the next day or whatever, but then um, the so Ezra Miller was staying with two Hawaii residents um, and in the middle of the night. Ezra burst into the bedroom and threatened, saying, I will bury you and your slut wife. <laughs> That's not how the flesh behaves. And then stole a bunch of their vic- their uh, belongings, <laughs> including wallet and passport. <laughs> it's not funny, but yeah, he's, he's given the flesh a bad name. The Daily Bugle is going to have a lot to say about this. <laughs> 
It's it's gonna be like those J. Jonah Jameson podcasts oh, in from the Spider-Man mm-hmm, games, but Spider-Man, they're all yeah. gonna be real. They're all gonna yeah, no, seriously. But like <laughs> it's just so funny because the mugshot Ezra Miller just he, they look like Lord Farquaad. <laughs> Oh, um, man, it's the owner of the hostel said when asked about this in an interview said he's friendly and he makes people feel good. He's not a snob. He takes pictures with people. Reportedly, when Miller arrived about five days ago, she had no idea who Miller was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, now they'll never forget who Ezra Miller is. Yeah, they. <laughs> Um, I also like the part where the whole, the Hawaii police officer interviewed referred to these as manini incidents, a Hawaii pigeon term that can mean a minor or small. Ah. And what I like about that is that the Associated Press considered that to be worthy enough to include in the news article before the section where he's breaking into the hostel owner's house <laughs> i can't i can't believe it it i i when when i heard about them like choking the choking out the fan or whatever i was like i i saw the video and i was like okay you know that's bad um <laughs> we really led up to it though right but then i was like you know I, I don't know. And then Ezra Miller posted that that uh, video where they were um, threatening to murder a chapter of the KKK. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. Go for it. Yeah. Uh, use that evil inside the- you for good. Um, <laughs> and then I saw this. And I, I'm just, I'm just, I don't know. If we're playing uh, Fable 2... Uh, I think they're kind of they're 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 gaining some more uh, rugged features and growing and and uh, height. <laughs> have you have you read that actual message that he said about the KKK? Because it's bananas if you actually read it. I saw the video where they were saying it. Oh, you did. Where they refer to themselves as the Bengal Goose and the Mad Goose Wizard. Wait, did they like release like a full statement about it? So I think this is just the transcript of the video. But Wait, it's, they, uh, did they I say, not see the whole is, video? But they say, this is Ezra Miller, a.k.a. the Bengal Ghouls, the Mad Goose Wizard. And um, this is a oh. message for the Belleville chapter of the North Carolina Ku Klux Klan. <laughs> I forgot. That's how that's how they, they introduced themselves. <laughs> the Mad Goose Wizard. <laughs> Ezra Miller is going through their Jim Morrison face. Oh, my God. <laughs> Gonna start calling themselves the Lizard King. Oh man! <sighs> but you know, speaking mind. of uh, speaking of menaces in society, let's talk about the new Morbius movie. <laughs> and I'd like to clarify: the menace is not Morbius, but in fact, the director of Morbius. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we're not here to tell you about whether the Morbius movie is good or bad. I think you can pretty much figure that out for yourself. Right. I don't I don't plan on watching it for a while. Um, but the director of Morbius, I guess, also thought it was bad and decided that 
the best course of action was to completely abandon ship and just spoil the entire movie on Twitter before it came out. Before it even came out. Like 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 a week before at least, right? Mm-hmm. Oh man. Um so the the things that you you need to know as as fellow listeners. Mm. Um plug your ears now if you don't want Morbius spoilers. <laughs> right. Um, but if you're an adult, uh, then <laughs> you should be fine. Um, essentially, the the only parts that matter are the post credit scene. They've removed everything Spider-Man. So everything about the movie anybody cared about is gone. Mm-hmm. But the post credit scene, do you want me to spoil it for you, Sam? Or are you planning on... Oh, no, no, no. I, yeah, go for it. Um, so Michael Keaton's Vulture is in the end... I guess that the spell in No Way Home brought him into the Sony-verse, uh, even though there's nothing at all in the spell to imply that that's how it works in right. any way, <laughs> that it just shoots people to other universes right. that were not in that universe, but whatever, he's there. Um, and so what I think is, what I what I really would have enjoyed, so they say, you know, Adrian Toomes, he hasn't done anything, um, so he needs to be let out of jail here. What they what Sony should have done is they should have had a scene where like the guards are walking through the jail cells and they look in a cell and they're like, is that Michael Keaton? <laughs> Why is Michael Keaton in this jail? <laughs> is that Batman? Um, yeah. But so they let him out. And then the next post credit scene is Vulture, I guess, has his gear again. I don't know how he didn't transfer with it, and in Homecoming he wasn't smart enough to build it himself. So right, I don't know how he got it. Not a clue. Um, but he flies up to Morbius and says, "Hey, let's team up to fight Spider-Man." You know, setting up the Sinister Six. And Morbius, with no knowledge of a who this fucking guy is or b who Spider-Man is, goes, "Yeah, let's do it." <laughs> I, uh, I don't. It's. Oh, it's so it it feels like they like they like sent out a little thing for like a fan to write that part. Yeah, it it's it's a, like an actual child. It sounds like something an actual child would would write. Let's team yeah. up. Like what? He he goes, he, "I don't know why I'm here, but it has something to do with Spider-Man." Right, exactly. And 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 after you can't just cut out everything related to Spider-Man out of this movie and then uh, have us just assume that Morbius knows who Spider-Man is and automatically is like, yeah, yeah let's fight this guy. You know, I don't. Yeah. Spider-Man. That sounds cool. That sounds yeah, fine. Sure. It's, is it, it's, it's, so it's a man that's like, looks like a spider. Uh, is that kind of, well, <laughs> it could be Danny DeVito's the Rotten Tomatoes man, man <laughs> spider from the Halloween episode from the Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> So the the Rotten Tomatoes reviews are out. Critic scores put it at 16%. Not great. As of right now, though, with literally within the middle of us recording this podcast, the audience score is posted. Yeah. It's 69%. Oh, I need to refresh. Mine says 62. So, Whoa, it went up in the literally in the last hour. It went up from 62 to 69. That's crazy. <laughs> Uh, um, I, I would not consider that to be a good movie. There is a, uh, there's a current 
like trend on Twitter called Mor- hashtag Morbius Sweep, where all of these people are like living in this alternate reality where Morbius is the greatest movie of all time. Oh my god! So I think these people are inflating this number. Oh man, it it's so funny that Jared Leto has uh, now become this. So he he he's been in. Both of the worst movies in like superhero movies, superhero movies in both DC and Marvel. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you could argue over if it's the worst or one of the worst, but it's definitely in the bottom five. Uh, Su- Suicide Squad from 2016 um, and then Morbius. And in both, he is a significant reason as to why it's one of the worst <laughs> movies <laughs> So if you look up hashtag Morbius Sweep, there's people, somebody posted this picture of like a broken car window. Mm-hmm. And they said, hey, be careful out there, everyone. I had two Morbius tickets in my car and someone broke in and stole them. They even left my phone. They just took the tickets. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because I would, I would, resp- I, I was thinking that was going to go in a different direction where it's like somebody broke into my car uh, and they saw, they must have seen my two Morbius tickets because they broke in and left three more. <laughs> um but yeah so let's 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 keep moving here yeah yeah, a lot of talk about and very little time let's get into it so episode one of two new series one that is good and one that is not good yeah um we'll start with the good one that i haven't seen okay moon knight Sam, why don't you talk about it? Moon Knight. So I have I have watched. I've been to you know the planes. I've I don't know to what, the moon. I don't know what fucking bit I'm trying to do right now. I don't know why. Uh, I've seen Moon Knight the first episode. I watched it. Uh, so that's cool. Um, good job. Way to go, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. I don't I was, know what you were you looking for. Some kind I, of like I was waiting for applause. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I don't know why my co-host isn't picking up on uh, my cues. Um, oh, yeah. So, brief overview of it. Um, it's fun. I I was entertained start to finish. I, I, I enjoyed what I was watching. I was very intrigued by what I was watching. Um, it made me want to watch the next episode immediately. Um, so, I'm, I'm very excited for the next one. Um, but as, in terms of storyline, um, there's a lot going on and a lot you don't know, okay. a lot you don't know, like a lot of, like, I, they really I, just throw you in. Yeah. They kind of, they kind of just, yeah, they kind of just <clears throat> throw you in, uh, and without giving too much away, there's like a significant part of like what happens you don't even see, um, which adds to the intrigue within the context of the story um and is uh one of the big reasons why I'm so excited for the next episode but mm-hmm. I'm I'm worried and based on uh what some reviews I've been saying from critics that have seen a little bit more of the show I'm I'm a little bit worried that maybe they're going to take a long time to sort of answer the questions that you have uh at the end of the episode 1 um, so I'm kind of wary about that. Um, mm-hmm. highlights, uh, um, Ethan Hawke <clears throat> is absolutely 
phenomenal in this show uh, right off the bat in the first episode he's he's very very good um for i'm very excited to see him because this is a very different role for him um he's kind of like a um he plays sort of like almost like it's very clear there there are very clear uh jesus comparisons um yep. so he's like kind of like an evil G- jesus i almost said evil genius but um <laughs> anyway so Overall, check it out, uh, especially if you like Marvel stuff. Well, yeah, actually, it's a lot different from your standard Marvel fare. Um, but so I'd say if you like uh, the mummy or the movie with Brendan Fraser uh, or National Treasure, I think this will be up your alley. It feels like it's heading in that sort of a direction. Uh, it's a it's a it's a very fun adventure. Uh, pretty funny. Um also unintentionally funny because Oscar Isaac's uh British accent is absolute dog shit. Um <laughs> he his Oh, he tries to do a British accent. Yeah. So his acting in it is really <clears throat> good. His accent is really fucking bad. But but I also without spoiling anything, I I feel like that may be part of the story. Um, okay. Cause like, I mean, ba- I guess it's not, it's not a spoiler cause it's in the actual trailer, but you know, the whole thing is he has, a, uh, um, like multiple personalities that live inside his head. Um, yeah, yeah. Or I guess two. And so <clears throat> if, if one, if the British one turns out not to be British, that would not at all be surprising to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. So I'd give it. I'd say this pilot episode I'd give about seven to seven and a half out of ten. Um, go check All it right. out. Yeah. Let's talk about Halo. Halo. Halo fucking blue, dude. I fucking hated that. <laughs> let me tell you something. Let me let me tell you something here. Okay. All right, I'm listening. Everything that show could have done wrong. I okay. So these are spoilers for episode one of Halo. But what I'm telling you is, please don't watch it. It's, yeah. You're not going to have a good time. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't know who this show is for. It's not for anybody that knows anything about any related thing to Halo. Mm-hmm. Not for you. Um, right. So in the beginning, there's this group of uh, like people who, uh, which I will say, the Chevy Tahoe is in the episode. Yeah. Um, I guess they're supposed to be like, like raiders or something, and they're kind of scrapping things together, and that's why the Chevy Tahoe's in there. No, f- there's no fucking way they would have been over 500 years old at that point. Right, they would have had to have left the planet to go to that one. Right, <laughs> but whatever, whatever. The aliens show up and start fucking people up. It's really graphic, um, which was fine when I first saw that. I was like, okay, this is exciting. Uh, however. It quickly turns because when Master Chief and the Spartans show up, it looks so bad. Mm. The CGI looks awful. You've seen it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Can can so confirm. You, yeah, it looks bad. And then so you know what I mean when I say that they they do a lot of these POV shots where they try to make it look like it's the game, but yeah. it looks worse. It does. Um, because it, it just looks feels, so cheesy. It feels it, it. It looks like they're just doing a Snapchat filter over their, uh, you know, their footage. Their footage. Um, 
Yeah. Cause so we did we talk about this on our stream last week? Uh, or, yes, we did. Yes, we did. Okay, okay. I yeah, that's right. Okay, I was only ten minutes in at that point. Yes, and so it's very funny because because I hadn't seen any of it at that point, and I remember mm-hmm. at that point you were saying, like you weren't, you didn't like, you didn't like it, but you didn't hate it. I think is that right? Um, I was I was like, okay, it's not that bad. I yeah. was enjoying it. Right, right, and. I can totally understand why, um, because there's I, there's like a weird shift almost like at the beginning you have a few shots at the very very beginning that are like wow these are like really these are some good impressive sci-fi shots you know especially like yeah. the more like establishing shots where they're showing like a whole city or something um, mm-hmm. out and so it's like oh wow this could be really cool. Um, <clears throat> But then you you sort of get deeper into it, and then it's just like every it's almost it's almost like the opposite of the Batman. And let me explain what I mean by that. <laughs> you know, we talked about. I think you had said at one point that Batman, the Batman, is a movie that's like firing on all cylinders when it comes to like. Yeah. Writing, directing, cinematography, you know, production design, acting, everything. This is like mid on all levels, you know, like it's just like, I mean, it's the right. No, I would argue it's bad on all levels. Bad on all levels, yes. Um, like you know, the this writing is coming from somebody who really wanted to like it. Yeah, it's you know, writing's choppy. Acting was just kind of like very bland. Master Chief, I, in my opinion, was wildly miscast. When he took off his helmet, it was hilarious because it was just like, oh, that's just some dude. Yeah, it looks like somebody I know. You know what <laughs> right, I mean? Exactly. And his voice so, just sounded like a like a CW cop, you know? Yeah. So, no, what they needed to have done, I don't know why in the fucking world they wanted to take his helmet off. But this was a big divisive thing before the show even came out. (laughs) I don't know why the fuck they wanted to do that. Mm. Because there's been how many Halo games and he's never taken his helmet off. Nope. Because it's almost like that doesn't fucking matter. But whatever. So what they should have done is they should have just never taken his helmet off and just cast Steve Downs as his voice. Oh, is that the I, the the voice? That's act- the actor from the game. Gotcha. Because gotcha. I think like the actor who plays him like as his body is fine. Yeah, you know when he's got his full armor. Right. But yeah, he that that was the big thing is he took his helmet off. Why? Who fucking knows? That that's part of the whole deal mm-hmm. is there's in the end of the episode he switches and he decides to break away from his command. And there's no real explanation for this new motivation. <laughs> he literally says himself when asked, like, why, why did you do this? He, he literally says, well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's the other part of it is why are we in the first episode, right? Mm-hmm. And why are we establishing that Master Chief is fucking killing people? What's going on? Yeah, that was the other thing. I was like watching this and I I was trying to think. I'm like, I don't remember Spartans ever fighting anybody outside the Covenant. No, they don't. At least not from what I've played in the main games. Right. I don't know why he's assassinating these political enemies. What is happening? (laughs) 
you know, and that's that's funny because it kind of makes me think back to uh, maybe you can kind of expand on something that you mentioned to me um, last week, which was that the writers were kind of boasting that they've ne- they didn't use one single iota of the games. Yeah, they never looked at the games. They never like looked. Said. Yeah, for inspiration or anything. Which is funny because I was thinking about that as I was watching. And at first I was like, well, that doesn't make sense. You have literally a lot of the same exact noises. And then I realized, oh, it's it's just the writers. Clearly the yeah. product, the, 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 the directors and production designers and sound designers, obviously they all had to take inspiration from the games. And they had to look at the games because they used a lot of the same shit. Which, yeah, it kind of seems like what happened was... Paramount, you know, who, you know, the producers, they get this script for this show. Uh, and it, and then, you know, people who have actually played the Halo games read this and they're like, what the fuck? Like, this is, this doesn't feel like Halo at all. And so then they're like, all right, well, you know, make it more Halo. And they're like, all right, well, let's just make everything about, you know, the armor, weapons, everything the exact same from the games. <laughs> Maybe that'll make up for it. Yeah, it's it's so weird because, yeah, he doesn't feel like Master Chief at all. Um, and you've played a little bit of the Halo games, and you can kind of relate to this, too. Oh, yeah, I, but played, no, I played all of them up to Reach. Yeah, at no point in the Halo games do you ever feel like, <laughs> like, he, he just feels like a lackey. He doesn't feel like he's, like, in the games, he's, like, on par with the command, you know? Yeah, yeah, like... He no, wa- in this he game, walks in the room. You listen. Yeah, no. In this game, he's just a fucking lackey, mm-hmm. and he's literally getting ordered to assassinate people on a plane. <laughs> I just, I didn't understand it. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. I don't know why they used Halo. They clearly didn't want to tell any story related to Halo, so I don't know why they used this IP. Right. I. Uh, it's very frustrating, and and it's not like you have to recreate the games. That's no, not what I'm saying. No, not at all. But it's clear that you didn't give a shit at all about them. So right. why why use it? Why? Yeah, that it doesn't make sense. And you know, all respect to um the uh composer of Halo um but I feel like the music based on how good the fucking music is in the games could have been so much better. Did like, they use the same composer for the show? Uh, is it Sean Ca- Sean Callery? Did he do the? So the show composer. The show composer is Sean Callery. Did he do the games too? Nope, it was Martin O'Donnell. Okay, I and no, but I'm looking at Sean Callery's. Uh, no offense to Sean Callery, I'm sure you're a great composer, right? You know, but I'm looking at his credits, and it's all. It's all like procedural type dramas. Designated Survivor, uh, Homeland, uh, 24 really? Bones, all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, so no, Paramount just phoned it in. Paramount yeah. absolutely it was like, let's make some money. We got the Halo IP. We don't fucking care. Yeah. Because it's, yeah, like I said, I, I think I said this on stream. For those of you who weren't there. I'm not one of those people who's like, oh, it's got to be like the game. It's got to be like the comics. (laughs) Um, I love that voice. Can you continue to do that voice? That was. 
Well, I will whenever it comes, whenever I need right. to say no, something no, yeah. that relates back to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, bring it back at some point is what I'm trying to say. Oh, yeah. I'm a okay. big fan. I'm, yeah. As no. a recurring character. Yeah. No, speak um, in that voice for the rest of the <laughs> podcast or I'll murder your family. Okay, go on. Oh. <laughs> I'm Thanks, Judd. I'm joking. Um, Or Ezra. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... So I don't. It doesn't need to be like exactly like the games. If they want to make a whole new story, that's perfectly fine. If they want to do it in a whole different timeline, that's perfectly fine. I'm I'm totally down for like let's explore new ideas. Let's try to transform the source material. But in order to transform a source material like that, you have to really understand where it came from. Yeah. Because, you know, I was watching um. Uh, Critical on YouTube, and he was talking about it, and. He brought up a good point. He goes, they, I don't know who Paramount thinks they're reaching. It's not like they're going to reach people who aren't already Halo fans. Like, that's clearly the audience. So I don't know why they would deviate this much. Right. And, yeah, exactly. And then, you know, it just shows a complete lack of understanding for just adaptation in general. Because, you know, you, you hit the nail right on the head there. You know, you can do new directions. You can you know, totally change the format in a certain sense. But like you said, you have to understand where it, where it came from, uh, not only from a creative standpoint, but from a financial standpoint, those producers, why do you think you're fucking making the show in the first place? Why? Yeah. Because the, the game series is one of the most popular game series to ever exist. It's already built the fan base. Yeah. yeah the fan base is right there. It's an untapped market in terms of live action show or movie, whatever. It's been something that I think the fans have been begging for probably since the first game came out, like right, like decades. So, so to 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 just be like, oh well, let's you know do something totally different from the thing that that's causing you to be able to do this thing at all makes no sense, no financial sense, no creative sense because it's like, who who are you? Who is this for? Like you said, who is this for? Like right it's because clearly it's not for halo fans no not at all even, and i mean yeah go on i, I was gonna say on. even small uh halo smaller halo fans like me like like smaller in measurement or <laughs> right yeah no i'm just a tiny like like six inch tall you know uh uh halo fans hey man six inches is nothing to shake your head at. right right sorry sorry um yeah average for average fans, you know the the well this has above, become uncomfortable above average because the national average is five inches. <laughs> but or my global, point global was, average. Sorry, I misspoke. Global average. Right. My point was this. Maybe yes. did I lose it? I'm sorry. Um, look at let's bring it full circle. Look at the live action Sonic movie. Hmm. That is transformative. It's telling a completely new and original story, not based in anything that we've had before. I mean, there's been stories where Sonic crosses over with like real humans, but not like in any context like this. No. Um, but it's it worked because it's clear that they gave a shit about the source where it came from. Mm-hmm. Um. Yes. Boom. Boom. <laughs> period. Um, Big old fat period. That's all I've got to say about that. And I could run through, or we can run through this video game news here now to wrap Let's us up. Let's do it. Let's do it. Lay it on me. 
So, Breath of the Wild fans out there, sorry. <laughs> sorry! But Breath of the Wild 2 is delayed. That's just more time for me to play Breath of the Wild 1, baby. <laughs> yeah, you haven't. Um, yeah, I had, a, I had a friend. It's a mutual friend of ours. I won't name drop him on here. But uh, I bought Horizon Zero Dawn, and I asked him about it. And he's in his words, he said, Horizon Zero Dawn is like Breath of the Wild, but better. And what's <gasps> the most funny thing about that is he's never played Breath of the Wild. <laughs> Wait, you're not talking about me, are you? No, not at all. Okay, because I I, I I I remember recommending Horizon Zero Dawn to you, and I remember making the Breath of the Wild uh, reference, but I do not remember <laughs> saying it was better. That is very funny. Um, the funniest part is not even the claim that it's better, but the claim that it's better in the absence of playing Breath of the right. Wild. <laughs> it's like Breath <laughs> of the Wild, but better, and he's like, oh, oh what did you think of Breath of the Wild? Oh, I haven't played it. That'd be me be going like, No Way Home was way better than Coda. Right. <laughs> Never even saw it. <laughs> that's like that's like the, the mindset of all the Morbius fans. And yeah. all the all the Zack Snyder stands as well. Seriously. <laughs> um but so yeah, Breath of the Wild two is is cut dunzo until spring twenty twenty three. E three twenty twenty two is also cut, but delayed until never. It's just cancelled. <laughs> which is good. E three is a cesspool that needs to be done. It's six feet under. So sorry about that. Yeah. You. It's not like we're not going to get any news or anything. They'll just do it in different formats. Right. So I'm not that, but, but E3 itself is, is always been pretty bad. So is it like, I, I, I'm not, I'm not super familiar. Like I know what E3 is and I've like, you know, I've paid attention when it's happening to all the updates, but I don't know much about E3 itself. So like what, what exactly is it that like do they do that's really uh, awful? So E3 is pretty shitty when it comes to smaller time, like smaller developers mm. and um, like creators and spectators who go through. They're okay. never organized or or like constructed in a way that not really not only improves like the flow of the venue but it's not really very safe either there's so many fucking people packed in um Mm. there are some creators who go who talk about how it's pretty shitty for creators um but a lot of what i know about e3 sucking is from smaller developers who've talked about how e3 really kind of takes advantage of them if they do get asked or they do get accepted to show up or just ignores them altogether hmm that, so that's that's very shitty, indeed. Yeah, I have I have learned. Yes, you have. Um, but we'll finish up on some good news. Is the new PlayStation Plus tier system? Did you hear about this? Oh, I did. Oh boy, I did. Um, so it's the Game Pass killer. Uh, for the Xbox Game Pass. So. PlayStation Plus and play well. PlayStation Now is is dead. It's going to be gone. And it's all just going to be PlayStation Plus. And they're opening a new three-tiered system. Woo! So at the bottom, base level, you got PlayStation Plus Essential. PlayStation Plus Essential. It's exactly the same as the PlayStation Plus you've all come to know and love. You get your two monthly games, exclusive discounts, cloud storage, online multiplayer access, same price. That's not going anywhere. If you love what you got, 
Don't worry, you're safe, you're golden. If you want a little something extra, they got PlayStation Plus Extra. PlayStation Wouldn't Plus Extra! It? <laughs> um, it's got everything from the tier above, as well as a catalog of up to 400 PS4 and PS5 games. Uh, right now, the games we know for sure are going to be a part of it are the Spider-Mans and Miles Morales, uh, God of War, Death Stranding, and a few others that I didn't recognize. Woo, woo. But, but this is going to be $15 a month or $100 a year. Ooh. So a little bit more spency, but a little bit more uh, bang for your buck. Mm, but like, if you're like if bang. you're one of the premium folk, there's PlayStation Plus Premium. PlayStation Plus Premium. What are the benefits, you might ask? Hmm. It has all the benefits from the two tiers above it. Hmm. But it also has 340 additional games, hmm. including PS3 games. And? And a catalog of original PlayStation, PS2, and PSP games. <laughs> now that is shit I like to hear. That's right. Um, it's going to be $18 a month or $120 a year, which is pretty Man. fucking expensive. Honestly. That is a lot. I, I, I saw the prices first and I was like, oh, fuck that. No. And then I saw that you know, they had P, the original PlayStation, PS2 and PSP. And do you think you'll be going into the premium category? Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, I, why do you keep saying, uh, and laughing? I don't know. <laughs> I don't understand what I'm missing here. No, I, there's a naked man outside my window. No, I'm kidding. Um, I have no idea. I have no idea if I'm going to do it or not. Um, I need to see the games. So yeah, I'm not that, against it if it mm-hmm. has things I'm interested in, but right. I'm not about to pay $18 a month just to have PS2 games. I don't give a shit about. No, what I would do if I did do it, I just buy a year long thing. I wouldn't do a monthly, um, expense because i i think it's just simpler that way but oh i'm i much prefer monthly oh really uh, or not monthly yearly oh yeah, I, yeah yeah i am a big fan of annual things so anytime oh, i yeah. do any streaming service i'm always like let me just do the annual option right i just would much rather pay for it and forget about it yep i a hundred percent agree um but yeah I, I i also agree you know it depends on the games um if it has, you know, I, I mean, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. I mean, I, but it, it'd have to be, I, you know, I like my bang. I need it with my buck. So, um, if I could have <laughs> what a both. beautiful, what a beautiful way with words. <laughs> right. I like to, you know, I like to, I'm a, mm-hmm, yep. You got to make sure that you have enough bucks though after you buy some new pants. Right. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I, my I, Right. I know they're freshly dusted off, but I know I need a Febreze them. I think. Um, <laughs> if, you, if you didn't Febreze them, then what is dusting <laughs> off? It's just you know, like a little, you know, like a little, like a little what? Like a little, uh, like a little with your hand, like. Oh. You know, you know what I'm talking about? So that's dusting. That's dusting. Right. So, it, so you're telling me that it had it had turned into some sort of dust or paste by this point? Oh no, no. I mean, I, there was there the, the dusting has nothing to do with the brown spot. <laughs> it's just 
I'm just dusting. It just happens regardless. Right, yeah. There's just dust on it. So I, it was on my, you know, it was in my corner, on, on the floor in my corner. If it's, <laughs> oh, it's right. It, that my corner, my corner is, I forgot. It's kind of dusty. I haven't done anything wrong in a while. Um, so my, you know, my wife hasn't sent me there. So it's it's gotten a little dusty. Uh, so, you know, I can't just wear pants that have just been on the ground. You know, I got to dust them off. Of course not. Right. It'd be absolute insanity. Um, of course not. But I might just take them to Goodwill, you know. Let yeah, somebody... just swap them out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, they have a they have a good exchange policy where it's. I would uh, like to exchange these. <laughs> I go, you know, their exchange policy is if uh, if I go in with with you know my brown pants, uh, I come out with a different set of pants. Uh, if nobody sees, then I get to keep them. So <laughs> that's my that's my motto. <laughs> All right, well, just to give you enough time to do that, we should probably wrap up. Oh, yeah, you're probably right about that. Thank you all for tuning in uh, this week. Um, this was a fun episode. Uh, if Yeah, you, you can catch us on yeah. Twitter at Deforest Media, or if you want to send us an email about things you want us to cover, send us an email at digitalforestmedia at gmail.com. Yeah. What else we got going on? Uh, we're gonna be streaming again. Um, if you missed us the past few times, fuck you. Uh, but also, <laughs> uh, we love you and we want you to come. Uh, uh you, uh, we want you to watch us play video games. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're twitch.tv uh slash digital forest media. Uh, you can catch us there. Well, we got our all our links uh, in the description, uh, so you can check us out. Uh, and like Jake said, you know, if you have any uh, things you'd like us to talk about on the podcast, uh, if there are some video games you'd like to see us, st- uh, Jake stream and me watch with my dick in my hands, um, <laughs> then you can. Is that uh, why the connection <laughs> keeps cutting off? Yeah, somehow. I've got one tab with the stream. I've got ninety-eight tabs of other things. <laughs> right, right. I got you know. I got you know the my wires crossed uh, somewhere. Oh yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no. You can email us. Uh, we're digitalforestmedia at gmail Send us your thoughts. We do read those and we do listen and we do uh, um, read them and listen. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, catch you next time. Catch you next time.